Good morning and welcome to today's walk with God. Please, let us give thanks to the Almighty God. Tell God, say, my Lord and my God, I thank you for the leading of your spirit in my walk with you. I am grateful to you, my Lord, my God, and I thank you for how your spirit has been leading me as I walk with you daily. In Jesus Christ's name we give thanks. Amen. Let us pray to our God. Tell God, say, my heavenly Father, please open my eyes to see wondrous things in your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, I appeal to you, my heavenly Father, please open my eyes to see, to behold wondrous and wonderful things in your word, in the Holy Bible. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Job chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. The book of Job, that's the book just before the psalm. Chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. From the New King James Version, I read, There was a man in the land of Hoz, whose name was Job, And that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also his possessions were seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred yoke of oxen, five hundred female donkeys, and a very large household. So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. Full stop. Praise God. For the next few days, by the grace of our God, we will journey through the book of Job so that we can gain some necessary knowledge, wisdom, and understanding which will help every one of us in our walk with God. First of all, let us know it today. Know it now that this book is not a fairy tale. The book of Job is not a fable. It's not some unreal mythical fiction. Genuine faith compels us to take cognizance of the opening sentence of this book. Listen, said there was a man in the land of hers whose name was Job. Full stop. So there was a man who had a name and there was a place where he lived. Every true believer should not have any problem believing the authenticity of this historical account. The land of hers where Job lived is located in the southeastern region of the Dead Sea. A sheep and cattle ranching terrain is in the Middle East there. The first lesson to learn from this opening chapter is the fact that marriage and procreation do not mitigate or negate a person's piety or purity. Job was not a eunuch. Job was not celibate. Job was married, he had children, and yet he was blameless. 
That means he kept within the boundaries of his marital life. He did not cross over to other women or other people's wives. He did not indulge in adultery, which was and is still the pastime of godless adults. Number two, Job was very rich, wealthy, yet he was righteous. He was a very great man, the greatest of all the men in his days, in his region, yet he was godly. So a person can be great and still be godly. Job's possessions did not possess him. And his greatness did not get into his head. So, we do not need to be poor before we can be pure. And prosperity also is not a sign of God's approval. Not necessarily so. The foundation for all the positive attributes of Job that we just read was the fact that he feared God and shunned evil. That was a personal choice, a decision that Job made, and which he enforced upon himself. We should learn from that. This series will be a journey of discoveries. It will be a rich mine of revelations of the ways of God, the deeds of the devil, the nature of average human beings, the trials and the triumphs of the godly. Please register at the link that we provided, which we shared yesterday, and share this devotion dutifully with your neighbors, with your friends, with your loved ones, so that everyone can be blessed as we await the coming of our Savior Jesus. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you. We give you praise. Lord, thank you for this series we're starting today. May every life be transformed from inside out by your grace as we study the book of Job. May we cherish upright and blameless living and may we live accordingly. And may every one of us be richly blessed. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen.